On this episode, I am delighted and excited to have Bethany White, one of the top real estate agents in the nation. She has a huge team and she is gonna talk about some of the successes and some of the challenges she's had over the years to grow in her business, so I hope you enjoy. Welcome everyone to this episode of Winning with Beckwith. I am so excited to have an amazing guest, a legend in the real estate business, really a good friend of mine. Uh, how long have we known each other? Probably 10 years? Oh, little over. Seems like forever. <laughs> <laughs> we've known each other. It's been great because we've both grown our businesses really simultaneously. If you ask yeah. her, she would tell you she's the reason that my business has, has been amazing. And I have to agree with her yes. at some point. Yeah. Um, you definitely uh, have helped me over the years and hopefully you feel like I've helped you a little bit along the way. Uh, good team, but this is Bethany White and she is a real estate agent here in the Hampton Roads market and she works for Berkshire Hathaway, which is an amazing firm. Yeah. And really, I, I think we should start out with just kind of telling how we met. <laughs> so I was a new loan officer in the business and Bethany was already one of the top agents, maybe one to two years into her career. And uh, I kept calling her uh, with no success. She refused <laughs> to meet with me over the years. And so uh, finally, I got her on the phone and she agreed to meet me in her office, but I had to bring her lunch to her office. Mm -hmm. And so do you remember what you ordered? I don't. I think it was simple. I think it, it was, was like a salad or something like that. It was that. Wendy's. It, it was, was Wendy's. Wendy's. See, it was, Wendy's. It was simple. Very simple. Yes. <laughs> so yes. We ordered. Uh, I picked up some Wendy's, brought it to the office, and we had a great conversation. Yeah. I left the meeting thinking that she is going to start sending me some business, and we were going to start working together. But then I didn't hear from her for a couple weeks, maybe three, four weeks. She ghosted me. Okay, these are all true stories. Mm -hmm. So, uh, with that being said, she is. Um, so good at her job. She eventually um, started to send me my first deal. Um, it was a Friday night. This is a true story. And she called three other loan officers and they didn't answer. So it was my lucky night. I picked up and that's how we started working together. And really it's been, been history ever since. So I want to kind of start off because a lot of people know you in Hampton Roads. You're one of the top agents in the nation. And we'll talk about those accomplishments here soon. But tell me a little bit, like tell me something that nobody other than like your closest friends and family would know about you. Oh God, that's hard. Um, I love karaoke. I'm goofy. Karaoke? <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Now you've seen me do karaoke, but I've never seen you do karaoke. So. I love it. <laughs> put your ear your hands up to your ears but you know you can't tell me that i'm not singing so it's I, all about I love having music. fun yeah it yeah, is all about music. having fun yeah. and so um yeah i had no idea you liked karaoke yeah we're gonna have to uh get that going again Absolutely. Um, so with your accomplishments i don't want to um understate exactly what you've accomplished but basically you just found out you're a number one agent in virginia Yep. Right now. Mm -hmm. um, you've been one of the top agents in the nation. What were you ranked last year? We're like 22. Yeah. 22 in the nation. Mm -hmm. And so Bethany, her, I've watched your career develop from just Bethany White to now a team of how many employees do you have now? Um, I think we're right at 26. <laughs> 26 employees, mm -hmm. uh, which originally Bethany started out as just just you. It was just me. I don't know how you did it, but mm -hmm. uh, you know, you did it. So started out, now you have 26 employees, and 
basically you were an overnight success, right? One day it was just you, the next day you had 26 employees. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it feels like it, but no, lots of hard work and that that is funny. I, I just have to go back to your story though at the beginning. Um, when I sent Matt um, the first deal, um, he was on the soccer field and I, I was just like, I need the pre-approval tonight. <laughs> I need to know. And he was like, um, he stopped what he was doing. <laughs> I did, I stepped off the side of the soccer field and got the information. Yeah. I had to call uh, one of my assistants to get her to pull the credit and everything. But yeah. I, I did. I did get it done now. Yeah, and that's absolutely, how it all started. absolutely. Um, overnight success, you know. No, you know when I when I got into real estate, I wasn't trying to build a, a company or a team or anything like that. I was I was just hardworking. Yeah, and I just quickly realized that. I needed help, you know, so I was like, oh, I, I need someone to help, you know, either write contracts or a show. And so it just kind of evolved, you know, like that. But it, it wasn't that, oh, I'm going to be this big Bethany White. You know, I was having fun and doing what I love. So, yeah, yeah. I, I think that's key if we can get a real quick takeaway there is, is I think all of us when we start out, whether it was me as an individual loan officer mm -hmm. or if you started to be an electrician on your own mm -hmm. or, or a doctor at, at first, you just enjoy what you're doing. Absolutely. You're not thinking about, hey, I'm not thinking about scaling up a business. That doesn't even come to mind. I think we get to the point where we realize we need help, like you said. Mm -hmm. um, so for somebody out there that, that's a sole proprietor, right? It doesn't matter if they're a real estate agent or another trade. Yeah. Um, at what point did you feel like you needed some help? I think when I got dumped in um, listings at one time from an investor <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I was like okay <laughs> I'm gonna need some help <laughs> so yeah. um, you know I wasn't using electronic signatures at that time oh so gosh. I was uh, scanning it in and getting it signed and so I quickly just like I'm gonna need some help and I just marched out there and um, that was my first person that I hired and it just went on from there so um, if you love what you what you do, it, it's not work. It, it's just, hey, I need someone to help me have fun. And yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So at so like, what was the? I know specifically, you got those ten listings, uh, which for those of you not in the real estate business, that's tons of work all at once. Mm -hmm. It's basically getting ten jobs all at once mm -hmm. as a builder or an electrician. And so, um, what was like the feeling that like? How did you feel like emotionally like? Was it an overwhelming feeling? I'm just trying to help others kind of understand when they need to hire somebody. I think when you get scatterbrained um, and, and so you can't scale a business um, and be unorganized. I'm a very planner and yeah. I one of my my problems is I like to micromanage. It's not good. So, you know. That could be a good thing. We can talk about that later. <laughs> we will. Um, but when when you see things are slipping, I don't like, I'm, I'm a true professional, and when I feel that something is slipping, then you know you need help. So, yeah. I, I, my head buyers at that time also in other listings, and this was just one client. So, yeah. um, so there was other business that needed to be attended to also. So, I needed that, and that's what I did. Yeah, so it was it was understanding that it wasn't a plan to scale up to where you are today. Uh, mm -hmm. Just kind of that feeling, hey, I need help. I enjoy what I do. Mm -hmm. And I, at some point, you have so much business, and we talked about this on previous episodes, when you have so much business, 
you're not able to service the clients like you want to. Yes. Um, and that's where you're at when you need to, when you need to hire some people. And Absolutely. so, um, going back to the overnight success, you know, I was joking about that just so everybody knows, okay? <laughs> um, because I've seen and watched some of the ups and downs and mm -hmm. hiring people, hiring the wrong people and having mm -hmm. the personnel struggles that, that we all have in any business. Um, but if you could kind of pinpoint a couple things, like what were some of your biggest challenges over the years as you were growing your business? People, people, you know, the right people and identifying exactly where you need the people at, yeah. um, I, I would say is, is one of the, the biggest challenges, um, of the, of, of my company. Yeah. So what would you say? How, how did you identify those people? Or how did you notice that somebody wasn't fitting in a particular position? And you can give specifics without naming names. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, um, some of it is is people not not knowing their job, and some of it is just you, they're not sales or they're not process oriented. And so you observe and you watch, mm -hmm. and you know, be, because. I like to watch and micromanage, you know, it quickly became apparent that, you know, certain people were not equipped to do certain things. Yeah. And so, you know, that saying, oh, everybody can be a salesperson. No, 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 no I, I, I don't agree with that. So um, with any business, growing it, processes, it's just very creating new processes. I think us as business owners, when we create a business and it does very well sometimes we forget to get back to the basics mm, and getting back to the basics in the core of your foundation because a foundation always cracks it doesn't matter if it's a hundred years if it's five years so you have to build a strong foundation mm. and you still have to go back and do some things to the foundation so your business can grow yeah, that's a really good point because I, I've watched over in my personal business over the years, whenever you think you have it figured out, that's when it's not figured out. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that's like, oh, my I goodness. get to the point where you're yes. like, okay, everything's going great. Yep, you know, yep. I'm ready to grow. I'm yep. ready to do all these things. And then Go you're like, to China for a month. And you just get punched in the face. Yes. And you're like, oh, yes. okay. Yes. Not quite ready, mm -hmm. uh, you know, for that. So um, as that was, you know, happening, you're identifying talent um, over the years and you were... I mean, it's struggling's not the right word because you've always been successful. Um, but from building your team and your culture and that type of thing, um, you mentioned identifying the right people, and, and yeah. obviously people are, are very important. Um, but was there anything else that maybe you came up against other than the hiring piece? Um, you talked about processes a little bit. Um, mm -hmm. How were you able to implement processes, you know, over the years, and has it changed at all as you've grown? Yeah, it's changing every day. You know, it, it's just like. Um, technology you know yeah what did they come out with a new iphone it seems every other month you yeah. know and there's always something different about it just when you think that you have something that's working there's something else that will make it work just more efficiently and and that's what it is and i would say the biggest thing that i've had to learn um throughout the years and i've just this is self-reflection yeah. is not everyone is me mm. <laughs> And so that's so good. I think we can take a time out right there I, because I, yeah. I, I, I'm friends with a lot of business owners and, and obviously mm -hmm. Bethany and other people that have 
uh, large businesses, and this is a topic of, of conversation, yeah. uh, a topic of frustration that I feel a lot too, because not everybody thinks through the same lens mm -hmm. as you. So I didn't mean to cut you off, but I wanted no. to make sure we hit that point. No. Um, so how do you handle that? Do you keep setting your expectation high um, to make sure and try to grow people to see things like you see things? No. <laughs> and that is one of the things that I finally had to come to peace with. What is success? Success is different for everyone. Yeah. And so what we feel and what we think is easy and what, what do you want to make? And we think that they want this great life that we're able to provide for them. But people's needs are different. Mm -hmm. And so you can't measure people by what you want. And you're not going to get 100%. You may not even get 80%. Yeah. But you have to be okay. Maybe with the 80% that does go right or the 75%, you just have to take the wins and understand that it's not you. And take a breath of just air and exhale. That's such a good point because I, I do talk to a lot of leaders and we talk about this a lot is, mm -hmm. is at what point, and, and you had this self-realization, you said that you realize that not everybody is going to be you. Um, I always joke around like if they were you, they would be starting their own business Absolutely. and um, probably wouldn't be working for you. So, exactly. <laughs> um, and I think that that is so big if you're a business owner and I, I'm not saying, and Bethany's not saying, don't hold people to high standards. Mm -hmm. I think getting the max potential out of each individual employee mm -hmm. and figuring out what their goals are is key. It's not about them reaching what level you want them to be at. Absolutely. It's really helping them get to their max potential in that position they're in, which, is, which is what I think is what you're saying. Yeah, absolutely. And knowing that the job just may be a stepping stone, you have to understand what do they want out of life. Yeah. Because if you understand what your employee wants out of life, then you can help them achieve that. Yeah. And you have to be okay with knowing that this is just one step to the bigger step and be okay with that. Yeah. Because I know a lot of times be like, what? You don't plan on working for me for, for the <laughs> next 20 years? Yeah. But no, you know, so it's just one step at a time and yeah. be thankful for what you have. I made a couple of my people sign lifetime contracts. Right? You know that? <laughs> and, that, and that's what we want. We're like, how could you leave us? Yeah. It's not going to be good out there, okay? And so, but, but it's true, yeah. and we have yeah. to help our, our, our team grow. Yeah. Um, and, and if they do want to push it to the next level. Yeah. Um, so when you have people on your team, especially salespeople, yeah. and there's going to be very ambitious people mm -hmm. um, that we have. And so when we get to the point where we feel like or they feel like that they're ready for the for the next step um and they don't fit into our or they still fit into our team like you said we want them on our team because mm -hmm. they're really good at their jobs mm -hmm. uh, but they want to grow they want to hit the next step how do you handle that when that comes down the road i love it you know and you know i start with my business and see if there's something there yeah. that could work for them and if not then you know hampton roads is so small and i i i picked up the phone and called a lot of my colleagues or other business owners to see if i can help you know yeah. in any way because good people are just hard to come by and and if they want to be ambitious and there's something that doesn't work at 
at my company, then I do want them to be successful. Yeah, so, yeah. I've noticed that over the years. There's yeah. a lot of people that have started out on Bethany's team that are now very successful outside of Bethany's team because of her training and her leadership has helped them over the years uh, grow, whether it's at your company or yeah. another company. I know you'd rather keep them just like me, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> I want you with me if you guys are listening to this. Yeah. I don't want you to, to leave. But, <laughs> um, you know, so we talked about some of your, your uh, challenges. Mm -hmm. I use the word struggles and I think that's a bad word. It's more challenges, just figuring out how to, yeah. how to overcome some of that. Yeah. And we could talk a lot about that, but I wanted to, to talk some of the positives. Like what was something that came easy to you over the years as you've grown your business? Easy. Is anything easy? Oh, God. Easy is probably the wrong word. Um, but like the side of the business that you talked about being fun, like what do you find fun about what you do every day? People. Okay. People are fascinating. You know, human behavior is fascinating. Predicting what they're going to say because, you know, you know people. So yeah. You know what they're going to say. You know, and it's... You know, you can't take it personally, you mm -hmm. know? Um, and, and so that's why it's the fun. You wake up every day. What am I gonna learn today? How am I gonna grow today? Yeah. And how can I help somebody today? Yeah. And that's the attitude. I wake up every day, I have fun with it, and I try to exhibit that for my employees and, and my team. So we've talked a little bit on the podcast before about uh, when you when we receive negative feedback as a business owner, so mm -hmm. it could be a customer, could be an employee. Mm -hmm. What I talked about a lot is when I first get that negative feedback, mm -hmm. I typically feel very offended at first. Don't we? Not I don't know if offense is the right word, but hurt, um, hurt, betrayed. Yeah, it's like something in our heart, and yeah. then we try to justify. Yep. So the first, as humans, we try to justify that. It's not true what they're saying. Yeah. So we go into, you know, defense mode. But then what I've learned in any time there's a negative comment, there's always some grain of truth in it. Mm, that's so, so good. So I take it yeah. after we calm down, because that's human. You know, no one likes to get attacked and feel like yeah. that. And so we like we look at ourselves as perfect, but we're not. And so when you actually calm down and you look at it, I now love negative feedback because it gives me an opportunity to grow. Yeah, and I think as a business yep. owner, that's key. And we we talk about this, but it's really personal accountability and yep. accountability for your business and saying, because our first reaction is like, oh my gosh, I didn't do anything wrong Absolutely. there. I was yeah. Everything was good. My team member did this, this, and this. Um, you should have But your well, there's always yep. something. Mm -hmm as a business owner that we can look at and try to get better at, yep. which I which I think is key. Yep. And I just wanted to bring that up real quick, um, just because I think a lot of business owners at first get that offense feeling. Mm -hmm. And so um, that's good. So I'm, I wanna transition a little bit because we've talked a lot about scaling a business and, and I know a lot of individual business owners that have struggled to go from an individual right, or maybe two to three individuals mm -hmm. on a small team or a small business and to scale up their company um, to 26, mm -hmm. 30 employees to grow their business. Obviously, there's millions of dollars of revenue coming in for your business. So um, so when you went from like just yourself, just one real estate agent to 
to having a team. Do you remember like one or two of your, your key hires, not by name, but what did they do? And then how did that look for you in your business? Well, they were, they were a reflection of me. Okay. That, that was the biggest thing, you know, I was only one person, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and so you want to hire like-minded people. That, that is the key to any um, success. The culture, the culture mm. of a company yeah. is very, very important. And so I wanted to create a culture that the Bethany White, because people yeah. wanted me, I wasn't able to be there. I'm only one person. So how can I create many Bethany's, okay, yeah. that are a reflection of me, but represent me? Yeah. And and that was the key. And so you could tell by talking to someone if they're going to represent you or they're going to be the right fit as far as that. And then, you know, the struggles are real. You know, throughout the years, you know, you think someone's going to be a right fit and then you, you find out it's by trial and error. And so... So I, I was... I was um, Oh, that's good. I think what I was looking for you to remember, and I remember this, oh boy. there was two people you hired, right? that changed everything for your business and, and so what was their role when you brought them on and and yeah you're 100 right they were like-minded mm -hmm. and you know what the one key that i want to talk about with these two people um before you talk about what role they had uh but they were all about supporting bethany and i think yeah. when you're bringing people into a leadership position yes. they have to believe in your vision as a company mm -hmm. as a team um that they are gonna live that out basically that they are going to be a reflection of you when you're not around and so if there's any negativity surrounding you yeah. these people always have your back this type of position is key some people call it like a chief of operations or an operations manager mm -hmm. or something like that but it's a leadership position that um, I believe in any business like you get to the point where you're really good at your job mm -hmm. but you need people to be you when you're not around and you need people to train people when you're not around. And so I remember these two hires because that was, in my opinion, I don't know if you agree with me, was one of the big turning points in your business. It was, it was, it was uh, operations manager and the sales um, support. Yeah. You know, they have been wonderful. Um, and they, just the nicest people, um, they sold a business, they had a business and they sold it. And they did not need the money. It wasn't about money. Yeah. It was how could they help? And I mean, I, they have literally changed my life and helped scale the business. And by hiring them, that has helped me grow and take my business to the next level. And I, I couldn't have done it without them. And I'm forever grateful for them. Yes. And, and, you know, one of the things I wanted to bring up to the entrepreneurs out there and the business owners is, is the key in this was Bethany said they're like-minded, mm -hmm. right? But what does that really mean when you're like-minded? And, and I tried to touch on this and I just want to make sure everybody gets this. Like these people are all about you and your business and helping you grow your business. Mm -hmm. And so they take all that out. Um, when you take that out of out of that leadership mm -hmm. position, mm -hmm. then it doesn't work. Yeah. That leadership position has to be on board with supporting you and supporting yes. growing your business, which yeah. which they did, which I think is great. Mm -hmm. um, I've witnessed it over the years because they basically are you yeah. when you're not around. And so one of the things that I know um, personally over the years growing my personal business is that 
when you get the right leadership person in place, it helps you scale. Yes. But it also helps you have a personal life. Oh my goodness. So, yes. <laughs> Let's talk about personal life. Yeah. Uh, yes. So tell yes. me how, how hiring mm-hmm. and scaling. So you've been able to do more business. Yes. And not have to uh, kill yourself personally. Um, you know, so tell us a little bit about that and how that's changed over the years. You know, the true entrepreneur um, is is grinding twenty four seven. You know, and the the family is an afterthought. You know, and the family they need to understand because we're making money, and so they become an afterthought. And so, knowing when you hire key people, and that is what is essential for your growth and for your family to have a work-life balance yeah. and to be able to have family, go to functions, whatever it may be. And and so that's what's key and that's important and not just chasing, but having people chase you. Systems and processes in place. Absolutely. And, um, you know, when we first start our business, it is only us. And as your business grows, it, it does become a burdensome, not only on you personally and your health, mm-hmm. uh, in your family, in your relationship, your marriages, etc. Yeah. And so um, there is the point where you can't do it anymore. And my yeah. goal, you know, one of the goals of doing this podcast is to help people um, share what I've learned over the years. Obviously, yeah. I'm still learning a lot yeah. uh, every day. Actually, I'm learning a lot right now yeah. <laughs> um, just from sitting here with you. But I think that when we one thing I'm really passionate about is it doesn't mean you don't work hard. And I think sometimes people get that confused. Yeah. You're yeah. doing different activities yeah. than what you did before. So, yeah, you may not be answering your phone at 9 o'clock on a mm-hmm. Saturday night because you're out on a date with your husband. Yes. Um, but you're still working hard. But I always tell people it's not you can work hard while you're at work. Yeah. And it takes care of a lot of the after-hour stuff. Plus, having good processes and a good team um, is always key. It's always key. I remember, so Matt was trying to grow his team. And, um, <laughs> oh, you're not supposed to tell stories about me. And <laughs> um, he would get key people in place. And um, I, <laughs> Matt went through some people. You can tell they, him the truth. You, yeah. You didn't so like Matt them. went through a lot of people <laughs> because they, they couldn't handle me. And so he would bring me somebody, and I would just rip into them. And he was like, "Oh snap, that they're not gonna work." Yeah. So he'd bring me somebody else, and you know, so he finally brought somebody, and um, I was doing my regular, you know. <laughs> he thought he had someone. <laughs> he can't get rid of me, and so I, I called him, and he actually answered my question to my satisfaction, mm. you know. And, and and so I was like, oh, okay. And so I tried it again, you know, I left Matt alone and, and tried it again. And I was like, okay, we have something. And that's when I was able to leave Matt alone. And I think that's what helped you grow your business. It definitely was. So, you know, we were talking about your leadership. I had the same thing in my business. When yeah. I found the right leader, yeah. that was a reflection of me that was sold out to help us grow our team business, um, then the high maintenance clients (laughs) like Bethany, uh, that, that they supported that and it did help me get a work life balance. Um, and it helped us grow our business obviously tremendously by, by not having that around. So, Mm -hmm. um, we're getting close to the end here, but there is one more thing I wanted to touch on that I 
personally admire about you, and I wanted to bring this up because I think every entrepreneur out there needs to needs to latch on to this. And, and one thing you've really done well over the years is you've got a good group of like-minded entrepreneurs, business owners, leaders that you've kind of surrounded yourself with. Mm -hmm. um, how important is it to you to have that and how's that affected your business? Oh, it's so important. You know, in, in life, I think you, you realize that some people come into your life for a reason yeah. and some people for a season. And it is okay to have people in your life but to also surround yourself around like-minded people and join different things that you can help push. You know, there, there's nothing like having a problem with a CPA, but you're talking to someone who, who doesn't have a CPA, but they're giving you advice. Yeah. So, you know, having people that have the same challenges as you, that gets you, that you can bounce ideas off of is very critical. So make yourself uncomfortable yeah. that is the key i believe one of the key things to success is getting uncomfortable sometimes we become complacent and you know the hey we're good we don't need any new challenges we don't need any new people we're good yeah but when you become like that then that's when the problem always comes so try to get around like-minded people even if they make you uncomfortable to help grow and to take you to that next level because there's always a next level. You've never made it to the top. There's always something that you can do that is better. Yeah, and getting yourself around people that are open and transparent mm -hmm. yeah. and being vulnerable, like you said, in your, in your own business and sharing some of your struggles, it really helps uh, just open up the dialogue, open up the conversation because mm -hmm. there's so many challenges that we face as business owners that if we just keep it inside, it doesn't help because other people are experiencing the same thing. And I'm not saying you go to all your staff and, and tell them exactly what challenges you're having, maybe some of your key staff, but when you're trying to grow a business, there's always going to be ups and downs. And so I think having that network of people around you um, that you can call and vent sometimes. Yeah, that's Call and say, hey, do you have any ideas? And it doesn't mean mm -hmm. you do all the ideas, yeah. but just hearing other ideas, other people's perspectives, um, I know for me personally, it's helped grow my business. I love talking to you. I love mm -hmm. talking to other um, entrepreneurs, mm -hmm. people in our business, outside our business. So yeah. I encourage everybody, no matter what business you're in, um, find some people that are like-minded, that are going after the same thing you did to help you with ideas, uh, to help grow your business, um, but really just somebody that you can talk to that's going through some of the same things. And I think, I think that's key. Um, so we're, we're coming to the end. And one more question. I want to know, is there anything you would tell um, a new entrepreneur um, that's just starting out today? Could be real estate, could be any business. Mm -hmm. Like, was there, is there just one thing, one piece of advice you would give them? Um, one piece of advice? There's so much. Just one, like, just one key. Just one key? You just gave us a whole bunch. So. I know. Oh, God. Um, it just goes back to what I said, you know, keep on striving. Keep on looking for new ways to improve um, your business and pick up the phone and call people and bounce ideas off of them. Yeah. Um, was that two ideas? That was great. <laughs> I, I really thought I had stumped you, which has never <laughs> happened before. So yeah. No, that was perfect. That yeah. was perfect. So thank you so much for coming on. I, I don't even, I mean, 
honestly, you're a good friend. Mm-hmm. Um, so much wisdom today. I, I can't wait to actually listen to it myself because as I'm listening to you, I'm thinking, wow, you should be doing this podcast because there's, <laughs> there's a lot of wisdom there that you've learned yeah. over the years. And just like me, we're still learning. Yes. But I appreciate you coming on, taking Absolutely. time out of your day. Thank you for having me. Yes. So thank you, everyone, for joining us uh, for this episode. Uh, we really enjoyed having Bethany on, and we look forward to uh, the next episode. Yeah.